Good morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Coastal Cheeses, where quality and flavor matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I cook for Shabbat, for, for Yontov. For Pesach, I know it's getting closer and closer. Um, anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my exciting food adventures, my kosher food traveling, my sharing of great recipes and ideas, and my amazing guests. But I also want to hear about your food experiences too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com. You can join my fan page on uh, Facebook, the Aussie Gourmet. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, got it all in. Um, make this a conversation with me. If you eat something great, you made something great, you want to let me know about a great ingredient, please um, give me a call and I will be very happy to um, share and, and announce you on the air. Okay, I'm just making sure I have my right notes here. <laughs> okay, um, a very exciting show we have lined up. Um, I hope that everyone is sitting down and well, it's Friday morning, so maybe you're not sitting down, but you're going to brace yourself for a crazy show. I've got Gabriel Geller here, who represents the the Royal Wines and the KFWE 2016 is coming up this Monday. So we're going to be chatting with him and, of course, a guest who I've been wanting to have for pretty much almost a year since he opened up his uh, restaurant. I have Srilly Aderman of Izzy's Brooklyn Smokehouse. So, welcome to you guys. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here. This has been a really, really, really intense show, and I'm, I'm really, um, it's going to be a really intense show, and I'm really excited to have wine and barbecue. Who'd have thought the two would go together? But they do great. So, let's just chat with Gabriel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. People are going to be surprised. No, Jay. It's absolutely, a, absolutely. We have well. to change it up a little. <laughs> Jay could not make it, and he said the best guy to have on the show to talk about KFW is going to be Gabriel. So thank you very much for joining us. A pleasure. Okay, how is this show going to be different from any other show that you've had there? Because it's what year number is this? How many years? Uh, I think it's the tenth edition. Ah, wait, you have an accent. I know. I do have an accent. Where are you from? Well, originally I'm from uh, Switzerland. I've spent quite a few years in Israel as well. Okay, because I hear definitely <laughs> like a lot going on there. How long have you been in New York? Uh, seven months, eight months. Oh, so you're Since, like... Uh, June last year, yeah. I thought you were going to say like 10 years. I'll say I'm here 25 years, <laughs> but... Oh, so you're still fresh off the boat. You could say that, yeah. Your English is excellent. Thank you. Okay, cool. So you must know a lot about wines living in France and Israel. Uh, well, never lived in France, Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland, but, sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I uh, learned a lot about wine over the years. And wine is my passion. It's my job, too. Lucky you, right? We're doing that as well. Absolutely. Right, it's really our passion and our job. Right, CK? Our passion and our job. Um, okay, and um, have you always worked for, since you came, you started working for Royal? No, I just started recently. Okay. Uh, only about six weeks ago. Oh, wow. He's yeah. really new on the scene. I like that. <laughs> we have a newbie. Okay, great. So have you ever been to a KFWE before? I've been to the KFW in Miami, which was uh, in December. Ah, nice. I'd like to go to that one. Is it? Oh, it's very nice. It's okay. Very nice. Well, Highly recommend it. 
The one, the one in New York is also crazy. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing this year. We have over 20 uh, restaurants. Can you and tell us vendors. which restaurants are there? Uh, I can tell you about a few. It's going to be uh, Reserve Cut. Reserve Cut? ZK, we were just talking about that. Reserve Cut? All right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's going to be a lot of food vendors. It's going to be a lot of great food. Uh, we have a boat. Uh, it's, uh, the, the show is at uh, the Chelsea Piers, Piers 60 at the, the Chelsea Piers. And we're going to have a yacht uh, with lots of great wines uh, for the VIP. Uh, yeah, what, what was the VIP? The what, what does that mean? I saw that online. What does that mean? So we have uh, a special VIP section, which is uh, on that boat, which I was uh, talking about. Uh, with very special wines, library wines. What's a library wine? What's a library wine? All the questions wine? are coming at you. Exactly. <laughs> library wine is a uh, high-end wine, which has been aged. Uh, so usually what we feature at the show uh, in the main part of uh, KFWE are all the new vintages of all the wines which we uh, represent here in America. Uh, but on the boat, uh, the special wines... Uh, those that uh, have been at previous shows years ago, uh, but now have become greater wines than ever before, uh, are going to be uh, poured there to the crowd. And it's going to be amazing. But you have to, to have a special ticket for that. You have to have a special Absolutely. ticket. Absolutely. Special tickets, which are all sold out. Uh, yeah, they sold out within hours, I think Jay told me, a couple months. Yes. As soon as it went on. Yes, they, they, they sold out very quickly. Very quickly. That's cool. So it's oh, like yeah. these are. Uh, age wines that have been put away for a while and now they're kind of like the Disney vault. Exactly. They're coming out of the Disney vault. Every couple of years they'll release an old Disney movie and you have to run in and buy it for a certain amount of time and then they put it back in the vault. Absolutely. So this is like the Herzog vault. Exactly. That's the Herzog vault, you could say What's that. the most expensive bottle there? What's the most expensive bottle there? Uh, that's a good question. I would that's why I'm here. Yeah, I would believe it's probably going to be the Chateau Ponte Canet 2003. Okay, I could not repeat what you just said for 100 <laughs> bucks. Could you? Absolutely not. Chateau Okay, go. Say it Ponte again. Ponte Canet. Ponte Canet. Okay, yeah, what is that? So that's uh, a wine from Bordeaux, French wine. Real uh, From the Poyac appellation. Uh, it's probably one of the greatest caution wines ever made. Uh, Who makes a, it? Who makes it? Well, uh, it's the Chateau, Chateau Ponte Canet, and uh, our team in France uh, is uh, doing the kosher run. So uh, we do not have a new vintage of this wine. Uh, however, it's one of the big surprises. It's not going to be longer. It's not going to be any more surprise from now on. But uh, we're going to have the Chateau Grand Prix du Casse, which is from the uh, same appellation, also. A fifth group. What does so, Appalachian mean? So Appalachian is uh, a sub-region uh, in, uh, in Bordeaux. Could be in Bordeaux Spain. is an area in France. Exactly. It's a specific uh, uh, wine-growing area. Uh, for example, we said Poyac is an Appalachian. Champagne is an Appalachian. Right, where Champagne comes from. Napa Valley is an Appalachian too. There you go. There you go. Okay, so how much does that wine bottle cost? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm such a, <laughs> so curious. It's a collector item. It's a con so, uh, there's Do we need some a drum fluctuation. roll? We need a drum roll for that. <laughs> but I guess you could uh, probably uh, get it. I mean, if you have the uh, right connections for about uh, 150 maybe $200 of all. Well. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 1000 No, no. Oh. Still reasonable. You're not bad for a kiddish one, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just joking. Just joking.
Okay, we love our our, our um, Kerem Royal wines. My husband loves the Crema Lager. That's his. I know. I'm trying to train him. Jay and I are working on him, trying to get. That's him. fine too. You know, there, there's there, something there, for everyone, there's right? There's something for everyone, exactly. Okay, so so uh, we're going to have a big show. Uh, is it going to be very crowded? Because uh, that's you know been a lot of feedback over the years that it's. You get pushed and shoved and, you know, hard to get oh, to. There's going to be uh, lots of people. However, the venue there at the Chelsea Piers is quite big. And uh, the fact that we have the boat, as I said before, for the VIP section uh, allows for more space for everybody. Uh, and, uh, yes, there are going to be lots of wines being poured from all over the world, from Israel, from Spain, from Italy, from California, of course. Australia? Australia as well, yes. Till, well, I don't know yeah, what to Lake, for Lake. example. Shh. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, of course, uh, many people uh, are getting more and more into wine uh, yeah. over the past few years, and of well, course, that, into that, food. <laughs> isn't that the goal of KFWE, is introduce the world to wine? Absolutely. And then if you sh- give them a tasting, they like love it, and then they buy more, and then, you know, exactly. it's a cycle. The, the only way to uh, understand more about wine and uh, to get to, to know the wines is simply to taste them. And there are going to be hundreds of wines. Do we have a list of restaurants out there? That uh, we're I do out? not have it on me, but uh, I will make sure to send it to you. Okay. All right. We're, I'm going to like try to load that up on my uh, Facebook page or Instagram page. Maybe, ZK, we can look that up before the end of the show. To see the list of wines, will it be on kfwe16.com? That's how you have uh, a look. That's yes. probably, yes, mm-hmm. that's how you look. So I'm directing everyone there. It's kfwe.com. Uh, 16.com or ny or something. ny.com for uh, New York. And we have also our show, which is coming uh, on uh, Wednesday uh, in L.A. In L.A. So I'd like to go to that one. That oh, would yeah. be cool. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be there Monday and then you jump on a plane and you go to L.A. on Wednesday. That's correct. Oh, what a life. What a life. Yeah, I thought going to chop competitions in Chicago was going to be fun. This is like, ooh. And Jay was, uh, was in London uh, also for our show there. We have a show in France. We have a show in Israel. It's really nice that this has become like a part of a thing that Royal Wines does. I, it's very clever marketing, even though right. they have to work on the social media component. But uh, very nice. We're working on it. We're working on it. So let's try some wine, and I'm going to bring in uh, Srilly, a.k.a. Izzy, to join us and have a good schmooze, and then we're going to – let's try the wine before we try the food, and then we'll mix it all up. So we have the Baron Herzog uh, Chenin Blanc Viognier. So it's a blend of two white varieties, both originating from France. Uh, Ladies uh, first. Oh, thank you. And this is ZK. I always have ZK. Pour for me, and then we'll pour for ZK. And then you'll pour for you and for Izzy, a.k.a. release. So we're doing it the other way around now. Now, I just Thank want, you. these are the generic KFWE wine glasses. Um, it's a multi-purpose wine glass. Usually white wine has a narrower opening and the red one has a, a, wide, a wider, wider to let opening. it aerate. Mm-hmm. See, I've been Absolutely. taught well by Jay. Absolutely. But this, okay. this glass is also fine for, uh, for both for the matter of tasting. Uh, of course, at home, I personally have many types of uh, wine glasses. I'm, I'm sure you do. Different varieties, different types of wine. Uh, so it's always very interesting to see the differences between, uh, between the different wines uh, using uh, the proper glasses for it. Right, it's all about the proper glasses. 
it's not all about <laughs> the the glass necessarily. Uh, I just use a beer but mug. But it does enhance uh, I, the aroma. You should know. I don't even drink my cream lager out of a kiddish cup. I make my husband pour it to me in a glass. I'm such a glass snob. Like I drink milk out of glass, coffee out of glass, wine out of glasses. <laughs> I'm fussy. I don't know why. I just use a beer mug. A beer mug. I like that. <laughs> okay, a chalice. A chalice is what they used to drink wine out of, which is... A, a huge metal cup. Okay. Are we swirling? We're swirling. Exactly. We're swirling, we're swirling. the wine. Everybody's swirling. Looking at if the you color. guys could see. Oh, you guys can tune into Nachum Siegel Net on YouTube and watch us swirling our wine. Okay. Now what shall we do? So first we look at the color of the wine. It's a, it's a bright, light gold. Uh, more like straw, actually. Uh very nice straw wine. colored wine or straw colored wine I'm just going to snap a picture of ZK holding up his wine cuz he looks hilarious um swirling <laughs> his wine over there okay there you go there you go ZK they'll be an up on Instagram later on today all then right we we swirl the wine in the glass to give it some air for all the aromatics to come out and then oh we God. simply smell it okay it smells great okay so everyone's going to have to say the bracha all together <laughs> <laughs> okay Great, so we're going to smell it now. I'm going to make the bracha baruch atadonai lehen melechem baruch pri hagafen. Amen. Okay. Lovely. Oh, see how he's swishing around his mouth? Gabriel's swishing the white wine around his mouth. Surely, what do you think? Delicious. It's good, right? But white wine should be drunk and a little bit chilly, chiller than what this is right now. Absolutely. It's a bit warm in the studio. Look at CK, look how happy he is. He's very tired. <laughs> it smells divine. Okay, great. I'm glad you like it. I like it. I love white wine. Are you a red wine guy or a white wine guy? Oh, I'm all kinds of wine. Ah, good answer, good Sparkling answer. Sparkling wine, white wine, dessert wines. Anything wine. I, I like the white wine family. I was very lucky to be in Israel last month um, and we went to Sheila Winery. Mm-hmm. And we basically had wine. Amichai Luria sucked it out of the barrel um, with a, uh, what do you call it, the siphon? Yes. Like, and then he poured it into <coughs> wine glasses and it was like, I don't even know what the word is. That It wasn't quite yet had the sulfites in it. Is that possible? No, no, it's not the sulfites. No, it was uh, something. It's really, uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know which wine you tasted there. It was a lot of red. A lot of red. <laughs> it was a lot of red. It, they were very, very, very good. And we learned to do this. The guys were doing this. The other guys were um, doing looking that. Looking at the color. Looking at the color, and it had this white rim around it. I don't know. Putting their hand against the wine glass. It was very cool. It was a bit too dry for us. We <laughs> liked it. But they had a Chardonnay that was out of this world. So I brought some back. We'll have that. Very nice. Well, you're going to see Amichai at, uh, at, at the, the show. Yeah, I told him he and, better be coming uh, in. taste all these wines again. Yeah. <laughs> And there's so many wines. I mean, there's hundreds of wines, literally. Maybe oh, yeah. a thousand wines um, at the KFWE. So let's try a little bit of red, and then we're going to switch over and chat just really over there. Definitely. So it's eat. a very exciting wine, actually. He's, look how excited he is. I love when people <laughs> like, okay, this is my, everyone has a red wine glass. Okay. And this is for ZK. There you go. I've got you back. Oh, that's from Psagot. Yes. Oh, I'd like to show everyone the beautiful bottle. There you go. Thank you. Okay. This is a fantastic show we are having on table for two. Um, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. 
We're talking uh, with Gabriel Geller from the Royal Wine Corporation, who's talking to us a little bit about KFW, which is coming up this Monday. Um, I'm sure by now all tickets are sold out, but we did warn you when we had Jay a couple of months ago that you needed to get your tickets. Um, and we are drinking some wine. We have Surly Edelman from um, Izzy's Barbecue in uh, Brooklyn. And now we're uh, going to try some red wine. So this is the Psagot Sinai. It's a brand new wine from uh, Psagot Winery. Psagot Winery is a boutique winery in the uh, Jerusalem mountains, north of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, this wine is a blend of Cabernet Sauvignon and Shiraz. Shiraz, uh, which is uh, probably uh, the number one uh, red grape variety in Australia. There you go. There you go. I did not know that. And also the blend itself, the Cabernet Sauvignon and Shiraz blend, is also uh, uh, an Australian invention, you could say. Really? Absolutely. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I can hear you go, oi, oi, oi. So okay. you could say that this wine is in, uh, in an Aussie style. Okay. It is from Israel. It has all the characteristics and of Aussie the wines from yeah. uh, the Jerusalem mountains. Oh, it smells divine. I hope it's going to taste as good as it smells. I can imagine. Oh, that's Let me okay. know. We have a okay. Okay. Sorelli, what are your thoughts? I have this every Shabbos. It's probably one of the best valued wines out there now. Well, thank you. I'm really happy you like it. This is great. It's a, a little um, tannins, right? Like mm. a little acidy without the gritty, right? little grit. So there are some tannins, of course. The tannins is like the astringency, like really when um, you swallow the wine, uh, it's drying out your uh, mm -hmm. your mouth, uh, which is uh, perfectly normal. This is a 2014, so it's a pretty young wine. Uh, so it has some bite. Uh, the tannins are there really to uh, pair wonderfully uh, with meat, especially with smoked meat. Oh, what a perfect segue Absolutely. to introduce... And with brisket Truly. in particular. Did you say brisket? I said brisket. I'm so glad you said brisket. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Truly, welcome. This is amazing. We finally got to have you here. <laughs> um, you're going to stick around. We're going to eat our way, eat and drink our way through the rest of the show. Um, you know, that was a great lead off there. <laughs> like We could not have planned that. Truly, when you smell that wine, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this is going to be a great meal. Okay. Um, Something it's really going to enjoy it, and it, it pairs really well with uh, smoked meats as well, and especially the value on the bottle. Yeah, is really is, what is this value? So this is under $20. I love usually. that. And you know what? It's beautiful. It makes a gorgeous gift. It actually has this um, gold medallion on it. Um, I don't know if we can see that there. Do we see that? Um, it's like a... a, a, it's, a, it's, a, a it's an ancient coin. It's an ancient coin. Which was found by uh, the founder of the winery, Jakob Berg, uh, when uh, when he built the winery, uh, he found an old wine cellar uh, dating back to the days of the Besamikdash. Uh, and uh, he found that coin was there buried in, uh, in, that, uh, in that cave. And uh, so it became the, the symbol of the, of the winery. I think it's lovely to have that on there. It makes a beautiful gift and a beautiful looking bottle and... Of course, it's delicious. So, okay, Srili, talk to me. When did you start this idea of having? Because you did not go to chef school. Um, You're not a trained chef, right? This was not ever an idea at, at any point. This was pure passion driven. 
And I, this is a, a big part of um, Ari White. A few years ago, I was at a Park Slope pop-up. Okay. Um, and I heard about, you know, you're watching on TV these food shows constantly, and you see these you know, barbecue, southern style, and you're like, you know, we never get to have that. And then I heard a friend of mine mention that there's this guy from El Paso, Texas, who does barbecue pop-ups. Me and my wife were like, my wife and I, sorry, were like, um, absolutely, you know, we have to go down. We probably spent probably 200 bucks there within the, within an hour, <laughs> and we were we just ordered the whole menu over and over, and we're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, and like I have to, you know, something I want to do in my house as a hobby. You know, I can't schlep to Yonkers or the Upper West Side every time. I want to do this as my house as a hobby. So I went to the supermarket uh, probably a few weeks after, bought a piece of brisket, you know, a gorgeous piece of trimmed first cut brisket, tried to put it on my gas grill. It was the most disgusting thing I ever ate in my entire life. <laughs> um, I love that. And. Pretty much, uh, and pretty much then I just started to do research and a lot of reading, and I bought myself a, a smoker and just became addicted that I was working. Uh, back then, I was working full-time for a building supplies company. I worked from 8 to 6 every day, so this was done after work. And I would go, you know, um, stay overnight at my parents' house who had a backyard because I have an apartment, so I didn't really have anywhere to smoke because I'm running from work back and forth. The first time I ever actually smoked a brisket, uh, 3 in the morning, I saw three fire trucks pull outside my parents' house, 3 in the morning, and they're smelling around, looking... Looking, looking. Their mouths are watering. They're looking, looking for a fire, but they don't see any. And I, I, I come outside at 3 in the morning. I point them to my mom's backyard. There were like four firefighters walking, like, check one, two, guys smoking a brisket. We're all good. You know? <laughs> um, and pretty much from then and on, it just it, it hasn't stopped pretty much. And I decided that at a certain point, there's something I love doing. I love competing. It's, I, I, love this, I love what I'm doing. If I could bring this, you know, make this my job as well, why not? Kill two birds with one stone and pretty much... You know, almost two years um, after starting this whole thing, you know, I'm still obsessed with it every day. I still eat my brisket every day, and um, something, something hopefully I'll be doing the rest, rest of my life, Amen. and I want to do it. Amen. I hope you check your cholesterol every once in a while. Try. I, I try. I actually, I actually just went now, because from all the amazing food I get to eat from my guests and my restaurants and my friends, like, I better check the cholesterol. Thank God it was good. So I can keep on eating a brisket. So. Awesome. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is also heard on our Rutsheva English Radio. We're going to take a break and we're going to do our What's for Dinner segment. We're going to move away from barbecue and away from wine. And we're going to talk about something for Shabbat. Because I thought, seeing it's Erev Shabbat, we're always looking for new ideas of what to make uh, for our What's for Dinner segment, sponsored by... I don't know if I said it, but I'll say it again. It's the wonderful and amazing Gourmet Glut, where I buy all my food, all my crazy ingredients are always there, and if they don't have it, they'll get it in for you. Um, the other day I was making, um, I had some um, gefilte fish, and I forgot to buy salmon. I always make chremi or Moroccan salmon, and I forgot to buy the salmon. It was the air of Shabbos. And I only had gefilte fish, and I had all the ingredients to make the chremi. So what I did was I made the chremi sauce, which is a spiced tomato sauce, and I then took my gefilte fish, I defrosted it, I added in some panko crumbs to make it firm, and I rolled my gefilte fish into little <coughs> balls, and I threw it into my chremi sauce. So I had gefilte fish with chremi sauce. Do you know what chremi is? You, li- you, li- you lived in Israel. It's a Moroccan dish, um, and the chremi sauce is so easy. You saw just a- This is my version, okay? It might not be a traditional Moroccan Levana Kirschenbaum's version. This is the Naomi Nachman version, which my family loves. And it's actually on my blog, theaussiegourmet.com. I saute an onion, some olive oil, add a tablespoon of curry powder, or you can do cumin if you don't like uh, curry. Add some chickpeas, about a can, 32 can ounce of 32 ounce can of crushed tomatoes, a bit more cumin, a bit more cayenne pepper, some garlic, 
Stir it all up. A chopped up uh, fresh tomato, some cilantro. If you don't like cilantro, I'll always give you the alternative of using parsley. Um, I cook the sauce down. So I've got this nice red thick chickpea almost sauce. Um, I throw in my balls of frozen gefilte fish, which I've defrosted and mixed the panko crumbs into. I throw that into my creamy sauce. If I need a little bit more water, I'll add a bit more water. Um, and I cook the, the fish in the sauce for about 45 minutes. It is so good. And I, I've served it hot and I've served it cold. Both are excellent. So make sure you try that. And it freezes great. So if you've already cooked it and you need to, you know, one of these prepare in advance, you can make it on Wednesday, freeze it and just defrost it on Friday. I love when we make things easy for ourselves. So that's a really great recipe. And that was our What's for Dinner segment sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glut. We are right here uh, in the studio talking wine and talking food. And now we're going to have a little feast. So let's start with our, what have we got cooking up over there? Cooking up. He's already cooked it and smoked it for like how long? Um, 18, anywhere from 12 to 18 hours. 12 to 18 hours. So when I say my gefilte fish cooks for 45 minutes, that's like nothing for you. You can do 45 minutes on your head. We can make the veggies in four forty-five minutes. All right, so let's try some of this exciting food. Make sure you everyone gets down to Crown Heights. I'm sh- look, everybody knows you've become such a hotbed of you know food goss and simple guy who likes to eat good food. That's it. Did you all hit simple guy who loves to eat good food? You know what? That's what it's all about, right? Absolutely. Good food, good wine. Can I agree more? Good ingredients, good ingredients. So, what kind of briskets do you use? Can we hear him if he doesn't have the mic next to him, or should I? Can we, um, Gabriel, do you want to? Okay, Srulli's actually standing because he's going to slice us up a feast. Sorry about that. So anyways, we do two kinds of brisket by us. We do the whole packer, which is the first and second cut combined. And then we do a second cut, second cut fatty brisket, which I brought here today. You see the brisket is nice and pliable. It's going to be a gorgeous brisket. We're going to have an even better time eating it. Okay, that sounds good. You had us at eating it. <laughs> okay, now why is it wrapped in saran wrap? You just well, did that after part, to keep it warm. Part of it is uh, there's one thing cooking the brisket and uh, you know making it great, but then you have to hold it for dinner service as well. So that's one of our holding techniques. So, you, I have a garbage. Okay. <laughs> no, live in the studio. I mess. Oh, if Nachan would be here now, he'd be so happy eating all this brisket. Okay. It's okay. We're gonna eat again. You know what I find that um, coleslaw just goes so well with barbecue food, whether it's smoked or grilled. Can you tell us the difference between, like Brian was talking a little bit about last week when I, I had him on the show from Chicago, um, the difference between what people think is grilling hamburgers and hot dogs, I'll call that a barbecue, and to what you do. So what, when, what I consider barbecue is something that you cook low and slow. When you, when, what you refer to when you say hot dogs and hamburgers, that's something using a direct heat fire to cook the product. When I mention barbecue, it's pretty much you're doing low and slow, meaning the fire is not directly under the food, and it's the smoke is what's cooking the food, and that's what I refer to as uh, barbecue, and that's the true way of uh, barbecuing, in my opinion. And I was taking some, taking, you know, that, that old tradition of just wood and fire and simple ingredients, which we just use salt and pepper pretty much. Really? Salt and pepper and some Spanish paprika. If anybody asks me my rub, they're like, you obviously have to have 18 ingredients. I'm like, no, we just have salt and uh, pepper, some Spanish paprika, and we let the beef speak for itself. That is the idea. And, you know, using a clean fire and clean wood, and that's the, better than any rub or better than any sauce or anything. Okay, beautiful. Okay. That's the brisket we have today. Okay. Uh, then I brought you as well some treats today. We do uh, we treats. We love treats. Treats. Um, this is actually a we do a uh, uh, a veal bacon. We do a two week uh, house cured smoked veal bacon, which Should we're gonna we have cry? today as well. It's okay, we're gonna cry. Um, it's nine in the morning, and we're gonna be eating this. This thing you could put in on anything. Donuts. You could put it in. Uh, you could put on burgers, <gasps> uh, on, on sandwiches. Donuts. On uh, anything. Uh, oh, yummy. 
I would totally do that. Um, then as well, we have uh, some... Um, no, let's see which one this is first. So what is actually... If, for those of you who are listening and, and not on the YouTube channel, the, our audience, a, a majority are listeners, so they're not seeing. But I'm going to describe the little feast that he is... He's actually plating this up now. He's, he's opened up this brisket. He's, he's making us a platter. We've got um, chicken... What's that? So, so so far we have uh, 18 hours smoked brisket, we got veal bacon, and now we have our, our new item, which we're probably going to put on the menu soon, which is pulled beef empanadas, which is uh, smoked beef, which we smoke for 18 hours, uh, pull it apart, and we do this house Memphis-style sauce, and then we put in these empanadas, and we fry them, and we put it with a horseradish uh, sauce on the side, horseradish you, mayo. You came on a great show. On the sauce. <laughs> um, then we have, uh, then See, we have, what a good job I have, right? Oh, have the best job the best. ever. Thank you, Nachum and Miriam. Thank you, ZK. And thank you to my guests. Um, then we have our next item. is pretty one, one of our, like, is my go-to item whenever I'm hungry is our smoked and fried wings, which is... Uh, smoked and fried. And fried. You know, you got smoked and fried, the two best things. It does not get better than that, right? It's like bend and snap. <laughs> okay. Which you have some of those, which is uh, after, which is uh, glazed after in a honey lime and some other ingredients, which I cannot say, which I cannot disclose. It's a well. secret. It's a secret as well, which is one of my go-to items. Then we have over here, um, obviously you guys can't see this, but this is a pit smoked beans, which is beans which we put on our smoker, has some pulled beef inside as well. I'm just saying I'm tearing up, okay? <laughs> Only issue is we're not going to have to fit this all on a tray, but we're going to Okay, make we it have happen. plates, don't worry, we have plates. We're going to make it happen. And then for the last item, which you were saying about slaw before. Slaw, it's, I'm about the slaw. I love coleslaw. I know Ari, when he does his pop-up, cannot put mayonnaise because it can't hold out with the heat because he's I, outdoor all day, but I, you're inside. I actually agree with... He's agreeing with Ari. So I actually agree with Ari. I'm very, like, I've had mayo slaw all my life, you know, every Shabbos, your mother yeah, the slaw from here. So mm -hmm. we have actually a vinegar slaw, which between the barbecue sauce and the peppery of the brisket uh, really works well with uh, the barbecue. Okay. And then we have also, we do more of a sweet pickle. Can we hear that? Sweet pickle, great. Sweet pickle. Okay. Oh, that's a red slaw. Oh, beautiful. We do, a, we do a purple cabbage and we do, a, uh, we do our own pickles as well. Of course Pretty you much. do. And this platter, I guess we're going to have to call it the Naomi platter as of today. I love that. Okay, I'm just photographing that. Okay, we're, take, we're, we're, we're taking some pictures. I bet it, so if you want to go to Izzy's and just ask for the Naomi platter, <laughs> they're like, what? Okay. Obviously, you know, I don't put barbecue sauce on the meat because uh, the meat's not good, good enough on its own, then it's a shame. So I give you sauce on the side as an option. I love that. Okay, so we're going to pass that around. Um, we're going to talk about each one uh, individually a little bit. It's amazing that you've never gone to school that you're self-taught. You know, it's it's such a beautiful thing. ZK, can I make you up a little platter? He's one happy engineer. I bet you have Rami would be sad that he's not here today. Okay, I'm just putting a little bit of everything on your plate. Um, I'm giving some smoked brisket and um, this... This goes with this, this right? This goes with that. The, the horseradish sauce goes with the wings and the empanadas. You can have horseradish okay. made with anything, in okay. my opinion. Okay, ZK, I'm making a little feast. Um, and I see I take care of you. Okay, and we need a wing. And, yeah. Okay, this looks wonderful. Some sauce as well. Was it very hard? I remember when you first were opening up, there was a lot of talk about um, you had a lot of delays with opening up the restaurant. Um, because um, we actually burn only wood in our, we don't have any gas and uh, we don't have anything like that in our, um, and our smokers are all natural cooker and it's something that's still new to New York City. 
So ju- just as far as like I was calling the fire department day and night, and <laughs> no one had an answer for me. What kind of, what kind of permit do you need? What kind of this? Is so it, it was nice? just it was a struggle opening up. Um, but thank God, you know, um, good things don't come easy. Yeah, a lot of hard work. Do you have to stay up overnight? Who stays up with your food? Like sixteen hours, you just so throw it in the oven like that expression, set it and forget it. No way. No, absolutely not. So I actually have. Uh, well, in the beginning, I was there all night and all day. Because, you know, I have like uh, almost like $10,000 for the meat and the smoker. You're not going right. to just go to bed. In, at one time. At certain when you do events and stuff, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, so as of now, we, we're running a 24-6 operation. Uh, I have staff on, on site 24-7, 24-6 better. Because uh, the smoker has to maintain, the fire has to be controlled. All those components are, are keys to making great barbecue. Um, so it just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of, there's no shortcuts in um, barbecue. People tell me you could set it and forget it, but it's all hard work and... That's what we're trying to do. I had, um, I was actually at its, I can never say it, South, Smart, South Side Smoke Shop out in New Jersey. Um, uh, Yossi uh, Matapil, he's actually going to come on the show in a couple of weeks. I'm trying to get him, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Um, and he has this, also this, have you seen his smoker? I have actually, yeah. But it's like, there's one outside and one inside where he can just put stuff in the oven overnight. Correct. But his, I don't understand how all this stuff works. Like, do you have to feed the smoke? We're, every half hour, we're feeding our fires, pretty much. We're up all night. I love this. Thank you. This is the, what is this? Empan- pulled beef empanadas. Oh, my God. That's great. Thank you. So you can't, you're so happy. And it works really well with wine. Okay, which one, the red or the white? The red. The red. Okay, so we're going to try a little bit of the red. I think Ari White definitely got us all excited, but the the different people that I've met along the way that have taken smoke, whoops, <laughs> smoked barbecue like Mendel. Let's talk about Mendel. We love Mendel. He's made his own spice wrap, his own sauces. Sauce, yeah. Mendel's going to big uh, place places. Solid guy, nicest guy in the world. What's amazing about the barbecue community in general, like I'm friends with plenty of uh, owners who are non-cove, non-kosher smokehouses, and and this is not so much, this is just everyone sharing their passion and doing it. And if you're willing to put in the work to make great barbecue, the other person, you're not your competitor, and everyone, they love it. That's why uh, Ari and I have a great relationship, Mendel and I have a great relationship, and, and all these other non-kosher places, because we're just sharing a passion, and we're excited to talk about it. My, my wife can't listen to me talk about barbecue anymore. My, hu- my husband is sick of it also. <laughs> me talk about food all the time. I'd like to try your coleslaw, if we can pass that over. Absolutely. As, as um... As you were saying, this is not your <coughs> typical um, mayo coleslaw. This is a almost pickled cabbage. Can I Vin- call it vinegar that? Vinegar slaw. I guess. A vinegar slaw. I think I actually have one on my recipe. I wrote one um, after first seeing Ari White. See, you got inspired. I got inspired. I came home. I knew that it was no way I was going to start smoking meat. And I started making also a vinegar slaw. I, I called it a marinated. Okay, let's try that. I didn't try the pickles. Um, so this is kind of like a, a vinegar-based yeah, sugar. Style vinegar, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yum. It mm. all works one, you know, with the sauce, with the peppery brisket and uh, the vinegar slaw. You're hearing me crunch? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. Crunch, 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 crunch on the air. This is amazing. Thank you. Is this going to take off in Israel? I feel like, or it's so American. Uh, there, There is going to be another 20 barbecue restaurants going to pop up over the next few years, but most people unless they put in the work themselves, don't understand the work that is involved to run a barbecue restaurant, a legitimate barbecue restaurant. Right. 
Um, so it's going to happen, but you know, it's it's a lot of work that has to be done to make a to make a product like this. And ask any like my friends Isaac Lee, Lazerson, Ari White, Mendel Siegel, but it's just there's no shortcut. It's a lot of work. Right. If people are going to try to shortcut it. It'll just show it on the product. So, right. Right. But it, it is the new hot thing, smoking. But most people don't know the work that is involved to make uh, that. Uh, to make uh, that happen. Unbelievable. This is a fantastic feast. I love the empanadas. That is a great idea for Shabbos. What do you think of like all these companies that are making prepackaged briskets and stuff? Like it's all a copy of the idea of being able to eat smoked brisket without having to stay up all night. Because I know I can't. Listen, it's 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 convenient and it's good, but that's not the product that we're trying to put out. Right. It doesn't have that mm, smokiness. There's no... There's no, sh- you know, shortcuts. Wood and fire. That's that's what it takes. Wood and fire. Oh, it's great. My neighbor, he's amazing. He'll he'll smoke all night. Like he'll have it going. And one time he called me, guys, like, you know, all your barbecue friends. Can you ask him a question? Because <laughs> the the thing went off in the middle of the night. The heat. He lost his heat, and somehow he was worried that the meat had been spoiled. And it was actually. I called up Mordechai Strix, and he told me it was all good. <laughs> that's also him. I, I forgot to mention. Yeah, as well. Mordechai's amazing. Big shout out to you. They've all been guests. Right here Uncle on Morty table for and two. the Mitzvah girls. And the Mitzvah girls, they win also a lot and won so many awards. Absolutely. I mean, Mendel's unbelievable yeah, listen, <laughs> with he, his he awards. He has it down to science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so competing is fun, but the way I cook in the restaurant and the way we cook for competitions is two different styles completely, talk. which comes down to... Yeah, the, let's talk about that. So actually, so we're just saying that I'm having, we're having a, uh, I'm having a pop-up in combination with Mendel Siegel, Rabbi Q. We're doing a... Uh, Kansas City, Texas style barbecue culinary pop up, which is going to showcase some of his, uh, you know, finest dishes that he does in competitions, and also showcase this new um, culinary version of barbecue. I hate to call to say the word um, culinary because I'm not a chef. I just like to make good food. It's okay. But some of the items we're having, which is a, a two week house cured smoked pastrami burnt end, which is going to be going to feature on the menu. What are burnt ends? You hear that name thrown so, out all the so time. So burnt ends is technically is the fatty part of the after you cook the brisket. There's that second cut fatty part left. And they cut it off the brisket and they cube it up and they, they you could put it in sauce. You don't have to put it in sauce, and you put it back in the smoker for another hour or so. Um, and when you pull it out, it's almost that like that candy, sticky texture and that fattiness, and mm. it's supposed to melt in your mouth. So we're trying to take that and pastrami it and make it to a whole new flavor. Um, we're also gonna smoke and pastrami our own tongues. Is gonna be some um, gonna be really fun as well. There's gonna be a few surprise items oh. as well on the menu. There's also gonna be a turn-in plate for the main course, which is gonna feature. Some of Mendel's turning ribs, his burnt ends, his brisket, some turkey, so, and beer pairing as well. So it's going to be a phenomenal event. Who's running the beer pairings? Uh, who's, who's running it? Mendel and I are going to okay. choose out all the beers. You know, I had a very interesting experience in his eye. I don't know if you um, saw this, Gabriel, while he was still there. Microbeers have become so popular in Israel. I went to this incredible yeah. restaurant called in the Shuk called Beer Bazaar and Gems. It's another one, a, a, a kosher bar or pub with amazing homemade micro beers. Am I saying it right? That's correct. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Pale ale and nitro coffee. They even, I even had night. Have you ever had a nitro coffee? No, I have not. Do you like, are you a coffee drinker? Absolutely. All day. All okay. Day. So this is, it looks like a cup of beer with a white foam head, but it's coffee. It awesome. Had, it was amazing. So if you are going to Israel, I know we've spoken the last Four shows have been about Israel, but I'm just going to throw that in there and the name out be bizarre again. It's all one uh, correlation if you think about it. People want better food. People want better wine. People better want better beer. People better want cheese. You better know everything. It. You know, you see what you realize that the kosher culinary world 
is evolving. Natural and kosher cheese is the sponsor of Table for Two. When I always give our shout out, this is Table for Two in the Emmy Nachman on the Nachman's <coughs> Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses. When quality and taste matter. See? Quality and taste matter. They are always upping the ante. Wines, everything. The whole world is gone food mad. We spoke about that last week as well on the show. We're always talking about food, but like how we have to, if you're not, if you don't keep up, you're out. Right? I, yeah. I don't know. That's how, that's how I'm seeing it. And you have all the food groups. The love on the food groups for your restaurant is unbelievable. And uh, people come over to my restaurant. I'm sure you heard it all the time. Your food's amazing. Listen, I tell, I tell every customer, I appreciate hearing that every time over and over because of the work that we put into making great bar- barbecue. We're still humbled. Like, I'm still the same person I was when I'm doing it from my backyard. The work that's evolved, and we're st- we still honor to hear it every day, and we appreciate the love and support. Yeah, that's really nice. That's, are, you, are you coming to K- KFWE? We've got to grab you in there. <clears throat> we need uh, you to sell some smoked meats, to serve some smoked meats there. Well, we were trying, unfortunately, I had a, a big event that night, night as well, but uh, I'm for sure going to try to make it, obviously. It's, it's a, it's I'm excited. A, I want to be there. Obviously. Yeah, it's a great night. I've had a lot of fun there. I think I've been there seven years in a row. Um, last year, there was in a smaller place. It was that's, that's correct. They were hoping to try to change it up a little bit. There was going to be some music, but there's no more music, right? That's what I heard, yes. Yeah, what's up with that? Okay. Well, <laughs> listen, I would go alone. Just the fact of having Ari White's food uh, there and some great wines and pomegranates. It's going to be some uh, phenomenal. Yeah, they're, they're usually there, right? Are they going to be back there? Do you know about pomegranate? Uh, I think so, yes. I, think I know Ari White's going to be there. Ari, yeah, Ari's coming. He's always there. He had some crazy stuff last year. <laughs> Are you interested in this charcuterie trend? I'm not into the charcuterie trend. I'm into making my own bacon and stuff. But as far as a charcuterie person, that's not really me. I just like doing... I like doing bacon, you know, veal bacon, lamb bacon, but um, we're not into the sausage making yet. I'm just going to, yeah. this is the candied bacon. veal bacon. Well, it's not candied. It's, it's a regular veal bacon, which we do, we do candy. Oh, it's we not do desserts. This is just regular, oh, this regular, is only two-week cured and only smoked and only Only, 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 only. You know, so it's not, but. Uh, but so, I, I like this, um, the dried meats. Yeah, I absolutely love it too, but that, that, that's not what right. I do. Mm, the barbecue flavor on this veal. Thank you. It's unreal. So you have that over a burger or our newest item, which our newest hottest item is a smoked and fried chicken sandwich, which we use a dark piece of meat. Uh, we smoke it and then we marinate it in a coconut milk batter overnight. And then we flour, season and fry it. And oh, my we, God. we do our own hot sauce and you add bacon onto that, forget about it. It's over. When is that coming? It's, it's there already. Are you open today? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm coming home. Right, Grand Hats. Do you ever get time mm-hmm. off? Well, it does help that I work near my store, but as far as time off, I haven't gone on vacation yet um, since I opened. But Have, are you ever not flashic? That's a good question. Are you well, today always I wasn't flashic. Usually by ten thirty in the morning, I'm flashic. Right, and you probably hold six hours because that's Absolutely, tradition yeah. of Chabad. So I drink a lot of black coffee. Oh my god! Well, we uh, use fresh espresso. We drink so right. So I not too to, bad. I, I happen to love I love meat and I love cheeses and I you know definitely love that, but. I need to, like, be milking at least until lunchtime. I'll be very happy to be Look, Today, it's in the morning and I'm fleshyk. But, you know, it's Friday, so. <laughs> this was absolutely superb. I want to try a few more of the things. I've not tried the wings yet. Okay. How much wings do you order a week? Oh, we're doing... I want to know these. For, for He's Super like, Bowl put his Sunday hand on his face. Oh, no, I've stumped him. <laughs> um, after the Super, for the Super Bowl itself. Yeah. We, we did hundreds and hundreds of pounds of wings. Hundreds of wings. 
hundreds of pounds. Oh my God, you have to try that. Um, so that works really well with the horse uh, radish sauce as well. It works really. You don't know how. You can have a plain. You can have it any way you want. It doesn't need. So it does not. It does not need sauce. But some people are always looking. You know, we go to the dip. You know, like almost like a, mm. a blue cheese. Except we can't. We don't. We don't have that. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a. It's not an item that I, that I, I could eat every day. I could eat. Unfortunately. I know, right? Fortunately, unfortunately. But chicken is. But are these fried? These are Absolutely. smoked and then fried. Smoked and fried. So you just give them a quick fry. But you have that smoke in there, and you have that fry, so it's a, all components. Do you smoke it first or fry it first? We smoke it first. Smoke it first, then fry it. But is it, is it not already cooked? What does the frying do to it? The frying gives it that nice crust. Mm. Like when you're doing a steak, you want to give it that nice uh, crust on mm -hmm. Same thing with the wing. This the worst thing to have is rubbery chicken. That's true. Agreed. Okay, I'm drinking that with some white wine. Mm. Both together, right? Did Ready I do good? Go. Yeah, you did. Right? Good. I did... The brisket with a red, the chicken with a white. I'm loving this. Woo -hoo -hoo. My you, mouth is a little bit on if fire. You can mix the wines, that was fine. It's also <laughs> fine. <laughs> I love that you're doing a beer pairing. Okay, well, so what's up next? Are you going to open another store? Every, everyone has an idea. Open here, open there. Open in the five towns. Open in the five towns. Open Manhattan. Open, open the Farasimar Tummy. Open up in Great Neck. Um, <laughs> in Manhattan, in Florida. But at the end of the day, it's. It's not a franchise where you just open another place. The quality that is involved to make great barbecue in one place alone is a full-time job. So at this point, for me to think how are we going to go open another store is going to be tough. We're focused more on expanding our space. That's uh, our priority now. Right, yeah. Um, so, But opening is not on the agenda yet. Maybe in the future I'll change my mind. But as of now, for me, to keeping that quality is most important as We're of now. We're talking less than a year, right? Half a year. A half a year. Yeah, we opened up on my birthday, June 15th. On my birthday, we opened up. I probably had... Happy birthday. Yeah, it was the most anxiety I ever had on my birthday by far. But thank you God. You can see that he's young if he can say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not even... I was going to say, you, you definitely... Put, I don't want to guess your age, but you're probably not even... I know you're nowhere near 40. <laughs> I'm, I'm 28. He's not even 30. <laughs> I, was, I thought maybe you're 31 at the most. 28. Wow. That is amazing. Look what you have accomplished. It's unreal. It's a good feeling every day. You know, it wouldn't happen without my wife and my family and support. And my family helps me out a lot in the restaurants, so it definitely helps. Are you doing catering? We're doing a bunch of catering. We're doing, actually, you know, a few Sheva Brockers tonight. Uh, we're doing a few events next week. There's actually, I'm working on an you event You pack now. it up and you send it out? We, both, whatever they want. We're, we're very, like, you know, we, 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 did, we do on a Thursday night, we have a smoked prime rib we do, which you do a 32-ounce smoked, and then I finished on the grilled prime rib, which is phenomenal. So whatever the person's budget is, we're willing to work. But we're doing parties, Baruch Hashem, every week. We're actually working on a new event now in Florida, um, which is not uh, not out yet. We're, we're looking for a final date. It's you, a you, secret you, on here on table for first two. Here is we're, I'm trying to, with uh, Chassid Hipster out of Florida with Yo Schwartz. We're trying to do a pop-up together we're working on. Um, so we're just trying to do a bunch of stuff. I have not had, uh, speaking of Chassid Hipster, I've, I've had uh, Yudah Schleiss's food. He's actually married to a fellow Aussie. Um, I love his food. He, so talented, so amazing um and then he has this partner down in florida who i've not had his food because then whenever we're in florida we either miss it by a day or i've got the kids with us and you know or, or you're at zach the baker or uh, zach the, i have not been there yet oh my gosh i know right i have got to get down there i'm working this you're also going away we're all going away for pesach um i'm going to be at the doral uh with ram caterers Last year, I was there with Ari, and unfortunately for me, he's not re returning. Um, but I'm going to be down there with Ram Caterers doing <coughs> cooking classes. So if you have, if you are thinking about an amazing high-end Pesach program, this is it. It's it's 
the non-stop food beautifully presented day in and day out. And I believe, you know, to give out your Pesach program, also a shout-out, uh, where Nachum Siegel is also going to be there, of course, uh, with Elad Kornblum, um, yourself, Chef Chaya, Katsuji, E- ETC, ETC, uh, Breadberry, uh, Mayor Elias, Mayor. Uh, He's also in our group. Yep. Yeah, Albert. It's going to be a Albert Bijou, Chef gonna Albert. It's going to be um, the food. Of, the food over there is going to be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but I think Pesach programs have become synonymous with that. My my dad ran a Pesach program when I was growing up in Australia. It was the only one in Sydney. So we never saw him. No, no so it was over Pesach. We didn't really see him. He come around for Seder, but he was the, like, um, the, I don't know how they call it, the tour operator and the caterer. Like, he hired the caterer, like it was all, you know, under his auspices. And um, you know what they had in the tea room? Tea, coffee, cake, biscuits, maybe some milk, sugar, lemon. For your, that was it. In, in this day and age, what a tea room means is a fresh between the banquets. Right? Like, it's unbelievable what what has become. Oh, what is that? Uh, you're you're in the tea room, exactly. So we actually brought some of... Uh, Did that dessert. remind you to bring out the dessert? Absolutely. You have to have dessert, right? Can I just say he's the best guest we've ever had? Not that I don't love all my other guests. I'm sending you hugs. But not only did he bring us a platter, he brought us desserts. Okay. So oh, here we have actually a deconstructed pecan. It wasn't supposed to be deconstructed. It happened in the bag, but... We have oh, a fresh pe- pecan pie. We have as well. Okay. Then we have a. Uh, Good for you that you make desserts. Yeah, we try. We have. Uh, do you have someone special in yes, house? Yes, absolutely. My mother makes the desserts every day. Really? In the store. Absolutely. That is gorgeous. Absolutely. Uh, my mum used to do the Pesach baking at my dad's Pesach awesome. hotel. I, I think that's fantastic. Good for you. Um, I like that you hire your hire your mummy. Okay, I'm going to take a little pecan pie and I pass that to ZK. Uh, then we have a Boston cream pie with. Uh, Boston chocolate cream pie with top with Oreo cookies on top. It's nice when you can go out for, to a good restaurant. Sorry? It's nice when you can go to a restaurant and um, have really good dessert. It's it's simple, Ooh. southern, you know, Jewish desserts. Um, homemade, that's that's all it is then. And right over here we have one of our hottest desserts is the peanut butter mousse. Oh, bring Send that right on over. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Okay, this is amazing. I've got to stop eating. It's Shabbos. Mm-mm. Delicious. Okay, what have we got here? Oh, that's the peanut butter one. I think I have a lot of forks. Okay. All right. Here we go. Peanut. No, no peanut butter? Not for... <laughs> Not for ZK. I love the fresh baked goods, and I just want to mention that if you have fresh baked goods... Eh, sorry. If you have friends in Israel that want fresh baked goods... Or you want to send them fresh baked goods for for Purim, for Shabbat. You can go to Gilly's Goodies, G-I-L-I-S, G-O-O-D-I-E-S, um, and send them some fresh baked goods. Um, they have hamantashen. They've got cookies. They've got cakes. They have chocolates. They have everything you can want. Um, and they also, you can do Mishlach Manot. They also will send to the Chayalim at the IDF. Um, all over the country, a beautiful package. So if you do order from Gilly's Goodies, you can also send send something to the Chaylim. I think it's so nice. David Ehrlich, the owner of Gilly's Goodies, has done something beautiful for Table for Two. He's giving our listeners a 10% discount. So you definitely want to order one for your loved ones for Mishlach Manot and send one to the Chaylim. Um, we have a, a discount code special for our listeners again. That's Table for Two, 
That's the discount code, T-A-B-L-E, number four, number two. When you're ordering, you'll get 10% off, and that's gilliesgoodies.com. Make sure you try to send something for your friends. I know that I've got a kid in Israel for the year, and I've been sending her stuff through Gillies Goodies. Um, and my BFF made Aliyah this past summer, and uh, she'll be getting some surprises soon. Now she's going to hear it on the radio. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a really nice thing to be able to do. There's something really special about eating desserts at the end of a meal. and Absolutely. Especially when it's come from a loved one or you've gone out to eat with a loved one, you know. So check out gilliesgoodies.com. Guys, this has been a really action-packed show. <laughs> a lot of eating, a lot of drinking. We're very excited for KFWE. Good drinking. Good drinking. It's always good drinking right here on Table for Two. Oh, yeah. Um, if people do want to get, are there any tickets left? Are they all sold out? Uh, I believe they're all sold out, but uh, they can always contact us yeah. on the Facebook page, Rail Wine Corp. Uh, and uh, we'll see if we have any tickets left. Well, some people may want to like sw- switch them out because something came but up and they couldn't come. Try uh, the website kfwny.com. And uh, if there are tickets available, uh, you'll be able to buy them uh, on our website. On the website. Now, uh, I don't know if you've, you heard the first half of the show, but um, Gabriel was talking about some of the restaurants. There's going to be a lot of great, great food there as well. Um, I, you know what I really like? I know it's terrible. <laughs> Gribbets. Gribbets? Oh, Gribbets. Am I, I like saying it right? Gribbets. <laughs> Gribbiness. Gribbiness. Ah, oh, saying you are saying it wrong. Pomegranate's Gribbiness is out of this world. I, I have you tried it? No, I haven't. You've got to go. We'll, uh, we'll meet up at the pomegranate station. Go early. Media gets to go in a little bit early. We'll get you in early. We'll get that pomegranate's always got something now. Ari's going to be there. He's usually there early also. And try some of that. But yeah, when you eat it, think of me because <laughs> <laughs> it's the good stuff. That's why we get you actually. Should try if you're going to uh, taste some uh, grievances this time too. Uh, you should definitely have some uh, sparkling wine with that. Sparkling wine. Absolutely. Oh. Some champagne. Champagne have, and uh, Gribbit. That is uh, like such a mix-up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have the Drapier Champagne from Dra- France. Also the Rothschild, the new champagne. I love that Drapier. Okay. I did a really crazy thing with that Drapier. I did a show with Jay the first week in January. Okay. So we did it the show live in Gourmet Glatt. And Jay it was the start of the new sponsorship with our... With our um, with National Kosher Cheeses. Yeah. And I said, let's start let's start off the sponsorship. Jay will bring on some drapier and we'll toast the, the new the new season. So we, we had some on the show, we did some cheese pairings, and then I bought the rest Jay said take the rest home. So I I bought the home I, I put some saran wrap over the champagne bottle and I brought it back to my house. I left it on the counter. I took an old cork and I put it in. And I wanted to make sure that I had it in properly. So I gave it a little shake. Never, ever give a little shake to champagne with a cork in it. I was wearing this shaitel, which was freshly washed for the show. It blew up all over my ceiling. Oh, wow. My, I just painted my kitchen. All over my ceiling, all over my shaitel, all over my floor. All over, I'm like, <laughs> this cost 50 bucks a bottle at least, right? Yeah. And it, I was covered in dra- sh- uh, drapier champagne. That is amazing. When you do go to... KFWE, just hang out by the drapier table. It's nothing like a champagne shower. Oh, my God. I had a champagne shower. It was... Have you ever had it? No. You've got to have it. It is unreal. And the Laurent, the, the pink Laurent one. Laurent 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 That's Laurent like $150 a bottle. So if you spill that on the floor, you take a straw and you suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, um, that was... That's an incredible champagne. 
Um, so I look forward to like hanging out there. The first time I had it was at KFWE. You get a big wine education there. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, champagne in general. If we're talking champagne, are the best uh, wines to pair with food. They pair with almost anything you throw at them, whether it's a uh, uh, smoked, uh, deep fried smoked wings or uh, grievances. Or uh, schnitzel. <laughs> schnitzel. Do you make schnitzels? You're making schnitzels. Well, you smoke fried chicken sandwiches, which oh, is, uh, we're, which we're, is we're a, ste- a steroid version of schnitzel, technically. Steroid version of schnitzel. Salad, fish, I mean, everything. Yum, 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 yum. What's your favorite thing to cook? To cook? Yeah. I, I don't ever cook at home, ever. <laughs> Did you ever cook at home? Never. So was your wife shocked when like, you want to open a what? Absolutely. Everyone was like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? <laughs> He's obviously gone mad. You know, Check him into the mental hospital. Um, for me, just brisket is one of my favorite things cooking. Uh, uh, fried chicken. I love making fried chicken. Were you like that before? Never. I never cooked in my life before. Barbecue almost opened up my eyes. Before that, I used to drink Jeanette. I used to love Jeanette. So now I can't put, uh, you know, you, you, start, you know, want fi- finer wines. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But I now I can't the... drink it. Really? Too sweet for me now. Oh, I happen to love Jeanette. It's the red, the white. Uh, it's it's off dry. Yeah, that's why I like it. See, I find this it. a little dry. That this psycho is a little dry, more a jeunesse. Yeah, it's so very. Uh, it's appropriate for you know uh, the girls. transition from uh, uh, sweet wine to dry wine. Uh, right, dry right. Wine. So I think I, I, yeah, my husband loves moscatos and the you know crema lagers, whatever. Everyone's got something. Um, my kids probably like it too. <laughs> All the ones that are over 21, of course. Of course. And we drink responsibly. That's not a, even not even a joke. Um, orange Muscat. Brilliant oh, dessert wine. Very nice. Right. You don't have a liquor license, right? We don't have one yet. We're working on our beer and wine. But honestly, until our space gets bigger, we're probably not going to have it. Right. Are you pushing next door or are you going to move to a new spot? As of now, we're, trying, we're, we're in the process of pushing next door. It's taking us longer than we want to. So. Um, D- does that feel familiar? Um We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll just go down, knock th- knock some walls down, and yeah. build if only it was so easy. I know, right? Lots of building permits, probably, right? You have to do yeah. building departments, health departments, ah, all the crazy stuff. Bureaucracy, we gotta love it. Okay, this is table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I just want to thank my guests for coming in and bringing us this feast. We had Gabriel Geller from the Royal Wine Corp uh, bringing us delicious wines. We had Srulli. Izzy, a.k.a. Izzy Edelman, uh, bringing us an incredible smoked platter. Can I call it a smoked platter? Naomi platter. The Naomi platter. Make sure you ask for that. It, only Izzy will know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> CK, this was a great show, right? We had so much fun. Uh, this is Table for Two. Uh, our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, where quality and taste matter. Remember to sign out for Gilly's Goodies. We got some. They've got amazing stuff. we got Purim coming up like any minute now it's very very soon and uh, make sure you go onto my website i've got some great pesach recipes theossigourmet.com we have music sponsored by our friends at kerem right up until lich benching stay tuned want to wish everybody a shabbat shalom